Everybody, welcome, welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast, where we're all about building brands for you to survive and developing you to thrive. Ah, it's the beautiful month of April, one of my favorite months um, ever, and the weather is nice. Just got back from Chicago from the ABS's 100th anniversary year. Uh, it snowed in Chicago in April. Yeah, so that's Chicago for you. But it was a beautiful show. Uh, got to see beautiful people. And uh, of course, connection is one of the most important things that we can do to keep ourselves healthy and thriving um, in today's world. Um, so welcome, you guys. I'm your, I'm your host here, uh, Bonnie Bonadeo. I'm a speaker, coach, author, podcaster, um, you may already know this, but you know I, I have the the SOS coaching brand. Um, also work with my husband Jeff South in Intrigue Salon. I do life timeline therapy, NLP, and hypnosis coaching through my Beauty Inside and Out Breakthrough Coaching brand. Um, I also have Brand Me Agency, which helps people to. Uh, you know, build their website, set up their branding, develop their, uh, their, their core values and their branding, all of that good stuff with branding. And of course, outsource you if you need some support outside of my expertise, I have got, I can hook you up. I can definitely hook you up. And then of course, my final brand that I love sharing is the uh, Batshit Bonnie's Cupcakes, um, which have kind of been a little slow on, but the, had some, had some traveling happen over the last uh, month here. So I haven't been able to make as many cupcakes, um, but that's good. Then I don't eat as many cupcakes as well. So, um, all right. So you guys today, we're going to talk about leading conversations. Um, this is episode 104 in my season three for this. And always, 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 I bring into the program the SOS framework for success. These are the five anchors of success. Now, this is going to parlay into leading conversations, but I've done it a little bit differently. So I've developed this, this formula, this strategy that I've been working with to be able to do effective communications um, in my coaching, um, in the salon business, working with stylists and the team itself. And then of course, to be able to develop and create uh, programming and branding for myself. But all of that here has to be implemented in order to have any level of success in there. So sales, operations, mindset, marketing, and education. Again, we're going to tap into all five of these as we talk about leading conversations. So here's my question for you. Are we really the smartest species? Okay, that's kind of my topic today. Are we really the smartest species? So if we're going to be leading conversations, it means that we have to be an effective communicator. And I kind of question this anymore. Um, <laughs> so I did a little research and I did this research on AI. So, you know, we, we're used to like kind of Googling in content and doing that. But I've been tapping into this AI piece to be able to do a little bit of research and this is the information that came up here. Now, I know this from an emotionally intelligent piece, okay, as a trainer and a coach for emotional intelligence, but the difference between us and, and you know, other animals, okay, is uh, humans and animals, and even though we're still considered under the animal category, is that we have this cerebral cortex part of our brain, this prefrontal part of our brain, and it, it, it has higher levels of cognitive functions than animals, 
such as language, reasoning, conscious thought type of thing. And this notable difference of this between human and animal brains in this prefrontal cortex is we can make decisions better. We have a level of impulse control. We can rationalize things. Um, it's an area that's just more developed in humans than in animals. And it's thought to be a major um, factor in our ability to be able to plan, reason, and make complex decisions. Now, leading conversations with people, especially when they feel confrontational or their conversations that you, are uneasy for you, all of these things come into play. Our impulse control, our decision-making, um, our ability to plan, reason, and make complex uh, decisions in there. So we have to then be able to look at it as, if we have an understanding of how our brain is manufactured for us and it's, and it's, it's perfectly, perfectly designed for us to be able to, you know, be um, this human being that we are, we have to be able to say, are, are we too inclined to look outside for the answers than from within? So I kind of poked around in AI and you guys are probably hearing a lot about AI right now and, and, how it, um, it could be a detriment to society, okay? It could be a detriment to our future and our evolution. Um, and, and I can see some truth to that. And of course, I don't have a, a, a depth of understanding in here. But what I do see is that if we can't look from within, if we can't find that space from within, that empathy, that compassion, um, the ability to rationalize our thoughts, the ability to sort our communications and, and communicate them effectively type of thing, then an AI starts to take over and we start just relying on all of this other resource to be able to make decisions for us. Is it, is it a future detriment? And, and I, I kind of I am leaning towards, yes, definitely it could be. But there are some areas that it can be um, quite remarkable for us as a society to be able to adapt to. But I'm still a firm believer that sometimes our best decisions and our learning is based on feelings, based on that connection that we have with ourselves. Does this feel right? Uh, these verbal and nonverbal communications with ourselves and others, does something look right, feel right? Um, why are they acting strange? Why does something feel uneasy within me? You know, these are instinctual uh programming that we have within our brain that allows our body to be able to have that sense of awareness and function as well, like animals. Okay. So if we start not using that or giving up on that, and we're just relying on all outside sources, then we're going to have a more difficult time, I think, um, communicating. And what's going to happen is we're going to be communicated to, and we're not going to have a voice anymore. Hmm, it's starting to sound familiar, isn't it? little bit of what's going on in society out there, losing our edge, losing our ability to have a voice. And I'm not just talking about free speech here. I'm talking about, you know, feeling like we can share without it being, you know, being getting beaten up um, or ridiculed or socially, you know, um, uh, chastised online type of thing. So we have to be able to recognize and acknowledge others' feelings. You know, this, this impulse control is, is quite important. Can I say what I need to say and speak my truth or speak what is can, can, could be the truth and not feel as though um, 
it's going to harm other people. And that's incredibly questionable today. So then you have to think about being in this leadership capacity. We're walking around in eggshells. We're so sensitive to the conversations that we're having and needing to have that we're avoiding them all altogether. You know, oh gosh, I don't want to get sued. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get a bad review. I don't, I don't want to have to deal with this right now type thing. And, and again, what's missing is this empathy and compassion piece that we have to always have as a sense, uh, is a kind of a GPS within us to be able to comfortably speak our truth, the truth and move things forward. So this is, you know, this is why I have to say, why do we struggle so much with leading, communicating and, and guiding others? Why are we struggling so much in this arena? Why is it that we can't build a business, have certain expectations to be met, and yet when they're not being met, we're afraid to be able to call people out on them. So we have to, we have to look at this and we have to decide, you know, how important it is that we develop these communication skills that are effective. So I've been working on this, this concept and this uh, strategy here that I call kind of the, the communication cube. And I want to be able to break this down. So, and, it, and really ultimately what it's designed to do is to be able to create six degrees of connection. Now I want you to imagine a cube, first of all. So it's a, a six-sided uh, box, right? So I want you to think about, you know, we, we hear this expression all the time where you say, you know, we got to think outside the box. But the truth is, is we have to have the box and the structure and the, and, you know, the walls to be able to kind of give us um, some dimension so that we can then take the conversation to the next level or take whatever it is that we need to do to the next level. So sure, we could say, think outside the box, but the truth is, is we need to work within the structure of the box. So I want you to think like, you know, uh, the creatures that live in shells, right? So, you know, they outgrow their shell all the time. So they leave the smaller shell and they're in search of a bigger shell and they're like slugs at this point or, you know, conk at this point. They're just moving around trying to find a bigger shell. There's no, there's, there isn't a reason why we can't do that very same thing, but there still needs to be structure and dimension available to us within this communication role that we need to play sometimes. So I want you to think about the top of the box as being kind of the future focus. And we'll, we'll, we'll categorize this as future quotient, okay? Where do you want to go? That's the question that it's asking, okay? If you wanna get out of the box or you need to do something or you need to think bigger or you need to have a big conversation with somebody, where do you want the conversation to go? So this is kind of the concept of begin with the end in mind, right? If you're gonna get out of the box, you better have a plan of where it's going, where you want it to go. Now, number two, the bottom of the box. This is the foundation. This is kind of gives us the strength, the core piece of it. It also represents the values that we have instilled in it. So whatever that culture is, the values, the structure, the policies that you have in place, this is what's kind of holding the box together as the foundation. So we're gonna call these the VQ, the values quotient, okay? Now, the part of the box that's facing you, if you're, if you're looking at, you're imagining this box in your mind, and the part of the box that's facing you is, we're going to call as the social quotient, okay? Do you have the ability to communicate it forth? Is there some social awareness to be able to do it? So if I was developing a brand, can I speak about this particular part of it enough to see if it's making a connection or has value for others, 
then I can put the brand piece together and move it forward. If you were having a conversation with somebody on your team that you needed to exercise some, uh, you know, some, some direction for them, then the social piece is, am I going to socially make a connection with them? And are they socially going to have a voice to engage back with me? It's not just about me directing them. It's about having this conversation. And that makes it a social awareness piece. Okay. Number four is we're going to the side of the box now. And the side of the box is saying, are there the technical skills in place in order to move this forward? Or is there something I need to learn in order to make it uh, work? Okay, this is the, the technical piece in order to make it work. So if you were having a conversation with somebody that wasn't meeting a certain expectation of yours, is it a technical skill that they're not meeting? Okay, that would be where you then take the social conversation to the technical conversation and hang out in that space for a little bit. Number five is the back of the box. And this is the part sometimes that we don't always see or we don't create enough awareness around. And that's the emotional part of the cube. All right. The EQ piece. And the EQ, the emotional part of the cube is. Are you paying attention to their body language at this point? As you're having this conversation with them, are you paying attention to the body language? Are you aware? Are they accepting it? Are you giving them an opportunity to have a voice in it, to have feedback in it? Um, is there empathy and compassion coming from you to be able to make this continuously move through and around and out of the box, all right? So the emotional piece is pretty valid here because it's it, it can keep us stuck. So we could say, oh, I had a communication. I communicated with this person. I shared with them what they need to be doing in order to be successful or meet my expectations. And then I closed the conversation. And you might have closed the conversation before getting into that emotional connective piece. And that emotional connective piece is going to be the buy-in. It's going to be whether they're going to feel comfortable doing it or now start pulling away and create resentment in moving with you. Okay. And then the sixth piece, the sixth and final piece is the other side of the box. Okay. And it's the intellectual piece. And this is, this is the, this is the area that you have to fulfill this communication in here, because at this point you're creating the plan, the strategy, you're implementing all of the conversation that you've shared up to this point in order to move it forward and move it through. All right. So you got, where do I want to go? Okay. What values are non-negotiable? What are the pieces, the foundation that I need to make sure is staying intact in this entire conversation? Are we socially aware? Am I, am I socially prepared? Am I allowing them to have a social connection with me in this conversation? So it's not just one-sided. Do they possess good technical skills to move this around the cube, okay? From start to finish, can they do this? What would get in the way of keeping it stuck? Am I making an emotional connection with them that they see what my discussion is, what my conversation is? They see it for themselves that they can make an improvement in this area, okay? And then what's the strategy and implementation that you're going to put into effect in order to have the success that you're looking for, IQ.
All right. So those are the six parts of the communication cube. You can use it for conversations. You can use it for developing programs, content. You can use it for a, as a branding strategy approach to be able to determine, do I got all the goods in place before I launch something in here? All right. So dabbling in this, you guys, um, I've got lots of content around this. I'm ready to launch it. Um, but I'm just going to kind of like do a slow launch and get it out there and see if there's something that feels good or that makes a connection with you. Um, I'd like to go a little bit further and deeper into this conversation. And, and um, if you'd like to join me, I would love that. So how to lead conversations with the communication cube. I'm going to be doing a webinar, live webinar, May 22nd, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And you can go to the bit.ly link here. I'll put the, I'll post the link as well in there um, and on the social pieces so that you guys can sign up free webinar sign up. I want to get your feedback on this. I want to see if this can help you to be able to develop that conversation so that it's a clean conversation because that's important. Okay. Most of the conversations that we do, especially in leadership is they're not always clean. We have some hesitancy, they have some hesitancy, and then we kind of like stop short of being able to fulfill the entire purpose of where you want this to go. In other words, the future focus on that. So if you guys wanna join me, it's gonna be an hour long conversation that we're gonna have. I'm gonna share the concept with you. I'm gonna ask you what your feedback is on it or what's, what, what, where you struggle with communication and how this particular cube can help you to do that. So, all right, thanks for joining me today. Um, I'm looking forward, I'm gonna be on, I'm heading to Data Driven this weekend. Um, to learn more about um, everything salon related um, and how I can implement some better communication skills into our salon, as well as through uh, other marketing aspects like texting and email marketing and everything. So it's an endless game of learning this stuff, you guys. You got to be a constant learner. Then I'm off on a cruise. I'm going to be doing a little bit of this communication cube on the cruise um, uh, as my educational piece for the cruise. And uh, then I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the cruise um, as a vacation and relax a little bit. And when I come back in June, I've got some bigger plans to be able to um, launch for you guys. And I'm excited to be able to get some things going for the back half of the year. Um, and I look forward to you joining me in all of that. So again, thanks for being with me for the SOS Small Business Success Podcast.